All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us, making this show possible. Our toll-free telephone number is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the uh, program, uh, well, the uh, I guess Trump Force One took off from Palm Beach around 1 Eastern time. It's now a little after 3, six minutes after the hour, um, and I would say that uh, by my math, it probably will be around 3.30 when Donald Trump touches down at LaGuardia Airport in uh, New York City. Uh, I'm watching all this. You know, before I get started, a couple of things that I want to point out here is, and Michael Goodwin brought this up in his piece in the New York Post here, um, the special prosecutor that Merrick Garland, you know, has has unleashed on Donald Trump, and, and this is supposed to be about Mar-a-Lago documents and about the J6 incident and committee stuff and all that, Anyway, there's been a lot of information forthcoming every day. There's new information today as well. Um, how come we don't hear a single word? No, that didn't, There's not even a sign of life from the Joe Biden special prosecutor. Why is that, Robert Hur? You know, we're not hearing anything about Biden's special prosecutor because Hur has apparently vanished from the face of the earth and even if he had uncovered bombshell new evidence, the Washington Post or nobody else seems to be too interested in reporting on any of the leaks that are hurting Biden, which, by the way, shouldn't be coming from any place. But, you know, the prosecutor appointed to, to the Biden case, Robert Hur, there's been no raids, you know, only polite requests, even giving the highly unusual permission for Biden's own lawyers uh, to conduct searches. And by the way, it's not even clear that lawyers for Biden had security clearances themselves, suggesting a, a reckless level of favoritism. And while there have been no leaks and numerous court reports about the Trump uh, probes, total silence, radio silence on, on Biden. I'm, I, I just need to point that out. Um, somebody sent this. I don't know who it was from on Twitter. Whoever you are, I'd love to give you credit and attribution. We don't, we don't steal stuff. Um, but somebody sent this and it's not to me, but sweet baby James monitors this Linda monitors this Blair monitors this anyway, Trump is the first president to be impeached twice. The first president to be raided by the FBI, the first president to be indicted by a grand jury, the first president to be wiretapped by the FBI before taking office, the first pe president banned from social media. I mean, is there anything they won't do to stop Trump? FBI has Hunter's laptop from hell. How is it possible that, you know, all the low-hanging fruit, you know, stuff like lying on a gun application and a missing gun, whoops, threw in a throwaway in a, in, a, in a dumpster, nothing happens. Crack cocaine, evidence of cocaine use, nothing happens. Hookers, nothing happens. Never mind, oh, information implicating his father. Uh, I give half my income to Pops complaining about all the money he has to spend on Pops' home repairs. 10% for the big guy. Nothing happens. Hillary Clinton deletes 33,000 emails uh, that were subpoenaed, top secret, classified information on a, on a secret server. Nah, no reasonable prosecutor would ever prosecute. Then, of course, deleting the other, the other servers, 33,000 emails. And we nobody had ever heard of Bleach Pit that I know of prior to Hillary Clinton doing that. Nobody... I guess I guess people have always had hammers. I never thought to use a hammer on a phone or a BlackBerry, but or removing SIM cards. Uh, but anyway, that that in fact happened. 
Anyway, so all eyes in this country now are on Donald Trump. He will arrive, He's going to arrive any minute now at LaGuardia Airport in New York City, outside of New York City, about 15 minutes out. Uh, I don't know if it's been determined if he'll just jump on his helicopter and and fly in the rest of the way that way, or there'll be a motorcade of some kind. Uh, I have no idea at all whatsoever. But uh, anyway, so then tomorrow he will, I would expect that President Trump's, Trump's lead lawyer, Joe Tacopina, uh will make a motion to dismiss the charges. Probably won't happen tomorrow. Um, but the one big thing that everybody's got to look at here is, you know, I mentioned Hunter Biden. I mentioned Joe Biden. I mentioned Jim Biden. You know, there's a whole litany of areas where legitimate investigations can be taken place and it doesn't happen. And in this case, you're dealing with, a, you know, an alleged affair that both sides have repeatedly denied um, from what, 17 years ago. And how is it that the FCC looked at this? Mueller looked at this. The DOJ looked at this. The predecessor to Alvin Bragg looked at this. And initially, Alvin Bragg himself looked at this. And, and everybody passed on it. But like if you're Hunter Biden, you know, uh, some of the things that lawyers I've talked to would look at are FARA violations. I thought they were important for, in the case of, say, Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, uh, gun registration, illegal drug use, prostitution human trafficking allegations, tax fraud, potentially money laundering, potentially other possible crimes, investigations. How much money did they make? You know, the list of countries is getting quite long. If you look at the Johnson Grassley Senate report, uh, they talk about deals with China, Kazakhstan, Mexico, Libya, Greece, Romania, Zimbabwe, Taiwan, Colombia, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, the Ivory Coast, Oman, uh, and then, of course, Russia. I mean, those those are which do you think is more important in terms of um, in terms of what people would want to know about? So, look, there's, there's going to be what it's going to be what it's going to be. Um, what we know now is how this is going to play out early tomorrow morning. The former president will head to the Manhattan District Attorney's office uh, or possibly a police precinct. Uh, anyway, Trump hands a booking officer his personal items. He'll be fingerprinted, and then then the mugshot. Now, normally that would take three hours. Whether they're expediting that for the president, I don't know. He's expected to speak sometime tomorrow evening. Uh, about his his speech will be from Mar-a-Lago. It will not be uh, from New York. So, based on their timetable, that means he's getting out pretty quickly. Uh, security, media, protests outside. Are they going to put handcuffs on him? I tend to think not. Uh, are they going to perp walk him? I think they'd make a huge mistake if they did. But if they do, it'll be interesting to see the president after he's fingerprinted and processed. will have a court appearance and then get on a, his airplane and head on home. That, so that's what tomorrow will look like if you're interested. Um, there's not a what we'll say this. Republicans have united around the president. And it's the, besides Asa Hutchinson. When did Asa Hutchinson get the idea that he might have a possibility of ever winning the presidency? Uh, former governor, thankfully replaced by Sarah uh, Sanders. But when did he get the idea that he could be president? It's not going to work. Um, there's been a lot of money. Like if you look at the Washington Post today, a lot of speculating that this is an incendiary and even anti-Semitic claim that George Soros funded Alvin Bragg. 
So let me just, let me straighten this out. Soros never directly gave Alvin Bragg money by, by every objective measure that we can see. But I'll just quote the New York Times on it. He did donate a million dollars to the color of change. That is a progressive criminal justice group. And guess what? They endorsed Bragg and gave a significant portion of money to support Bragg. Was it their money or was it Soros's money? Because it certainly wasn't their money. Anyway, so just to keep that, you know, a little straightforward here. Um, anyway, the, we have other issues. That the president's got a lot of legal issues now that he's going to face. He's got a sexual assault. This is a civil case claim from 27 years ago. Uh, the woman's name is E. Jean Carroll. And claiming that while in a department store that there was some type of sexual assault by Donald Trump in a dressing room. Okay, um, 27 years later. Uh, anyway, the interesting question that was asked uh, this weekend on the, one of the Sunday shows, the former DA of, of Manhattan, a guy by the name of Cy Vance, you know, was asked whether he knows if this case is airtight or not, and he said he doesn't know. Well, if he investigated it, why didn't he know? And I thought his answer, he also gave an answer as to why didn't you bring charges well, the Southern District of New York, um, which is a pretty prestigious office in New York City, uh, where the likes of Rudy Giuliani, McCarthy, you know, so many people came out of, um, that they didn't, that they asked us to stand down for the period of time. Am I buying that? Eh, not really. So we'll have the, we probably won't get the indictment opened until the former president is before the, before the judge. Interesting line by Joe Manchin who says no one's above the law, but no one should be targeted by the law. I think it's pretty clear where Joe Manchin is coming from on this particular issue. Uh, here's Joe Manchin. I'll play it for you. I hope due diligence was done on Bragg's indictment of Trump. Chuck, it's a very sad time for America. And uh, I feel like other people do. It's very sad for our country to have to go through this. Uh, and, uh, and a segment of society who believes that maybe it's biased, that the system doesn't work for all, uh, I would have to wait and see what comes out next week, but I would hope uh, and pray that whatever comes forth, that they've done due diligence, they're very, very accurate on what they're doing, and understanding that the rule of law uh, is that basically no one's above the law, but no one should be targeted by the law. This is where now the divide becomes very, very clear because we now have numerous and many examples of a dual justice system. I mentioned Hillary Clinton, top secret classified information on servers while she was secretary of state uh, investigated by Jim Comey. We know Jim Comey's political leanings, even tweeting out. You know, the day after Bragg's announcement yesterday or today is a good day. Yeah, okay. So I wonder where he leans politically. Um, then you have, of course, the top secret, you know, she, no prosecutor, reasonable prosecutor would prosecute. But yet now we have a special counsel that's looking into all things documents as it relates to Donald Trump. And then you have the issue of, okay, well, who paid for the dirty Russian misinformation dossier? Well, that would be Hillary Clinton. And... What happened when the FBI in early October 2016 flew over to meet Christopher Steele and offer him a million dollar bounty if he could corroborate that that FISA warrant that says verified on top of it, verified and true. 
Well, that would be the FBI. They weren't able to do it, but by the end of October, they used it anyway, because as Andrew McCabe uh, has now said, uh, that had said at the time that if they didn't have the dirty dossier, they wouldn't have been able to acquire the FISA warrant. James Comey signed three of them. His FBI determined that they couldn't verify it. It says verified. That's like lying to a judge. If I did that, I promise you, if any of you did that, I promise you, you'd be in trouble. Unless your last name's Clinton or Biden, you tend to, see, you tend to get a pass. Or if you're a Democrat before a Democratic judge, you're probably going to get a pass. It's pretty unbelievable. And that allowed a backdoor to spy on a candidate and later a president. That's a pretty big deal. And no, no FISA court judge that was lied to, you know, said, call these people back into court demanding answers. It's, it's, it's really unreal. Uh, anyway, so the president will appear tomorrow uh, in court. The media will go insane. Uh, it's interesting that a lot of speculation is and a lot of reports telling me that maybe somebody in the court had leaked that this judge will impose a gag order on Monday that will ban the president from talking about his arrest, uh, with the penalty of 30 days in jail or a thousand dollar fine. Now they did this in the Roger Stone case. They did it in the Manafort case. And my question is whatever happened to people's free speech rights? They don't have a right to speak about their case. They don't have a right to defend themselves publicly when it is a public case. That seems outrageous to me. Anyway, we got a lot coming up today. Later on, uh, we'll check in. Uh, Eric Trump will be with us today. Lindsey Graham will be with us today and much more. Uh, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. All right, listen, it's, look, a tough economic time. You got to save money wherever you can. One way you can save a lot of money and not sacrifice one bit of service is switching to my cell phone company, and that's Pure Talk. Uh, and the great news is you get the same exact 5G network that Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile offer you. You get the exact same cell towers that they offer you. In other words, you're using the same ones, and the average family saves close to $1,000 a year. Many families save much more. Anyway, my cell phone company, you don't have a contract to sign. You have a 100% money-back guarantee. You can get blazing fast data, unlimited talk and text for just 30 bucks a month. What a deal. No contract to sign. Uh, anyway, save money in these tough economic times. This is a perfect way to do it. Not sacrifice service. You get the exact same service. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword save now. Do it now. Save 50% off your first month. Their customer service team, by the way, is second to none. They'll switch you over fast, quickly, and easily. Pound 250. Keyword save now from our friends at Pure Talk. 